Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, and we have a great show for you today. At least I do. Uh, Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest and everything presented here is for informational and entertainment purposes only. I am going to the funeral home today. I want to tell you a story of a lady, an incredible lady, who took care of her disabled daughter, who I think, I believe, had cerebral palsy for almost. 60 years. Did you hear what I said? For almost 60 years. No institution involved. No institution involved. On one hand, I would like to say, who does that anymore? Of course, People had to do that, you know, 150 years ago when there were no institutions. And then as the United States became like, you know, really affluent, then people would dump their kids off. I, I, I sound somewhat crass with that, but that's how it is. I'm telling you this story uh for two reasons at least. Number one is to honor her. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. And she lived to be 99. I know one account I saw of her said 100. I'm going to go with 99 to be conservative. 99 years old. Do you know the stress, you know, and everything else that goes with the exclusion and everything of someone taking care of their, I mean, very disabled daughter. I'm not going to tell you her name for the sake of privacy. I'll just say Ms. R. And Ms. R was 99 when she died. And she took care of her daughter named R. For almost 60 years, her daughter was over, was 59 when she died. And that was only a few years ago. Mrs. R gave her life to her family, but to her daughter. I met Mrs. R. Actually, we had dinner because we, our daughter was still alive, and we and you know and their family because we know them because my wife is best friends with one of Mrs. R.'s other daughters, 
you know, they met in high school. And we went to a Thanksgiving dinner about 15 years ago with all of us there, our daughter and my son and my wife and, um, you know, three other families, which included, you know, Mrs. R's family and her daughter R. And I was just, you know, back then, I mean, they, I mean, she would have been roughly 85 years old. And I was just in awe of how long they had done it because their daughter R was very severely handicapped, very severely disabled. She could not walk. She could not talk. She could nod in agreement but she had that's her that was her communication she could not toilet herself think about that when you're 85 that you're still changing your daughter you're still changing the diaper of your daughter at 85 the stout nature of this whole family because Mr. R was there too. And of course he 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 uh he helped and after he, he retired he was still taking care of his daughter. I want to share which I have before, but folks it's so important. I want to share Psalm forty one with you. For the director of music, a psalm of David. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. Let me stop for a second. The Lord protects and preserves them. Who is a better example of protecting and preserving than the R family. That they took care of their daughter for six decades. They did not push them into an institution. They took care of their daughter for six decades. The Lord protects and preserves them. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. My God is God faithful. Now I'm going to go a little more straight through. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. Well, to make it to 99, I'll bet that Mrs. R had been sick a few times. And the Lord delivered her. I said, have mercy on me, O Lord. Excuse me, let me start over there. I said, have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, 
When will he die and his name perish? When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely. While his heart gathers slander, then he goes out and spreads it around. All my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him. He will never get up from the place where he lies. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who shared my bread, has turned against me. But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up that I may repay them. I know that you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and an amen. Folks, how true is this psalm? How faithful is God? How powerful are his promises for those who will trust him in the midst of the trial? Look at the life of Mrs. R. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak, for the Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. And at the end of the psalm, when it says, I know that you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me in your presence forever. The integrity comes, in my humble opinion, comes from the commitment to the one who cannot do anything for themselves. Because in reality, folks, that's who all of us are. Truly, we cannot do anything without the Lord. Truly, we do not have breath without our dependence upon the Lord, no matter if we acknowledge Him or not. The crops come up because God allows it to happen, because God causes it to happen. My God, God is faithful. We did eight and a half years of ICU level care. You know, we fought death every day. Every day we fought death. When I think about Mrs. R and Mr. R who went home to be with the Lord about 10 years ago, I'm going to the same funeral home. Uh, when I think about the faithfulness of God, I'm just 
overwhelmed. 99.99. I am quite sure that when her family came to America, just she was 99. That means she was born. I mean, she would have been born in, you know, let's say 1924 probably. Could have been 23, but let's just say 24. I'm guessing, like my family, that came in the early, early 1900s. They came here because things were so bad from where they were. Um, I don't know her the story of her youth. I don't. I mean, I met her the one time we had, you know, we had all had Thanksgiving dinner together. Isn't that interesting that it was a dinner of Thanksgiving in the midst of all that caregiving between us and them? But she didn't have her daughter, R, until she was approximately 40. I mean, in those days, that was really uh, a long time. A long time. And also risky, right? Um, she had another daughter after her. That's who my, my wife's friend is. You know, I one of the reasons I wanted to share this is not only to honor her, but to use this story to reiterate a point that I have been making since we started our podcast in late October of 2022. You know, we did these stories, I mean, recently about, you know, the new uh, movie, Leave the World Behind. We've talked, you know, almost incessantly about uh, the wars uh, the potential for a lack of food, for famine, uh, for, you know, again, for world, world war, for grid down and all the other things that we've spoken about, and for the, the caregiver that's already potentially, you know, clo- at least close to overwhelmed, if not overwhelmed that you, in fact, will have to do more. You will have to prepare for a time when you won't be able to go to the store. That the, the, maybe even the medical supplies that you depend upon for the one you're taking care of will not be available. That you have to get them now. You have to make provision now for you know, food, water, shelter, energy, protection. One of the things that with Mrs. R is that late in her life, you know, during the last 10 years after her husband died and things kind of settled down, they had another daughter who was, I think, the youngest daughter who had a, a, a farm in a rural area. And she and her daughter R went and lived there, you know, the final years of 
both of their lives. So they had a country cousin, let's say. It was, but it was another daughter of Mrs. R. Who which to go to. And so they were on a farm, so they had food. They, I'm sure they had a well, so they had water. You, you had shelter. Uh, the energy thing, uh, it, it wasn't an issue during that time. It's going to be quite soon. And um, protection, and the main part of protection is being where most people are not. If, you know, that movie, Leave the World Behind, if you were in New York City during that event, you might as well just put your head between your legs and kiss your arse goodbye. Um, and so I'm relaying the story, the valiant, courageous story of Mrs. R. Today about how she took care of her daughter R and how in later times she went to a farm. She went to the country. Folks, I'm not giving anybody advice. This is what I would consider doing if it were me. Again, I'm not giving any personal advice of any kind. But our family, my wife and myself, you know, we moved to the country. I go back to Psalm 41. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. Folks, we have elements who have entered this country, the United States of America, apparently with intent to cause war, civil war, disruption, But the scripture says, if you have regard for the weak, and to me, that is the taking care of those who cannot take care of themselves, that the Lord delivers them in times of trouble, that he protects and preserves them, that he, you know, in stepping away from reading the scripture for a second, is that, you know, that he will give you an urging to do the things that you need to do. I believe that he is literally urging and probably even giving dreams to people that they should be on a farm. Again, in my humble opinion. God will deliver those who have regard for the weak He's not even seeing, saying those who, who trust in him. Although I think that, you know, if you have regard for the weak, your um, propensity to trust the Lord is a lot higher. 
again, in my humble opinion, because you're not giving up. You are not giving up. Just as you, you know, persevere to take care of those who can't take care of themselves, the Lord perseveres to preserve you. But I would seriously consider doing what Mrs. R did and go to the country. This is why I wanted to share her story with you because it is so prescient, so uh, so relatable in this time right now. So as I close out this little podcast titled Funeral for a Friend, Psalm 41, I urge you to consider what the Lord would have you do. Remember that you don't, you know, there's, they did not have, they took care of her on her own. They didn't get paid to take care of her. They didn't. Now, in, in, in more recent years, there are programs to pay people to take care of their disabled loved ones. We did not get paid a red cent to do what we did and risked bankruptcy for years, years. I want to tell you that the government does not have a plan for your civil defense. So if something along the lines of what was depicted in Leave the World Behind happens, you can be pretty sure that you will not be able to depend on anything from a, quote, civil authority. But if you take steps now, you can look at civildefensemanual.com by Jack Lawson. You will need to know about food and water, water procurement, water storage, water purification, food storage, nuclear war survival skills, a neighborhood protection team, communications, area studies, and even night fighting. Because the bad stuff happens at night, folks. And when something like that goes down, there will be brigands within just a few days at your door, most likely. CivilDefenseManual.com, 950 pages, a two-volume set. It's $100, folks. In my humble opinion, it's worth it. Right now, would you please consider supporting Encouraging Angels? We bring, if you find value in messages like this, if you find value in the writings and the posts that appear at Encouraging Angels blog, www.encouragingangels.org, if you find value in, in the music, the message, and the testimony that we bring, please consider donating to Encouraging Angels, a 501c3 tax-exempt uh, nonprofit. Please consult a tax attorney as to the um, or tax professional, you know, as to the applicability 
of a gift to encouraging angels concerning your own tax situation. We do not give tax advice. Go to www.encouragingangels.org and click on the Donate tab. Donate. And you can give with your plastic card or send us something to our P.O. box. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.